What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode 22 of the Potscast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined as always by Mr. Stephen Radford. Hey, everyone. And Pixelpie. Hey, guys. On this week's show, we're talking about two potential new models on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, and some thing. other stuff. <laughs> I was like so on a roll in my mind. <laughs> oh my god. Should we just leave it? Should I just, yeah. should I just be? Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, all right. We're, we're, we're also talking about other things this week, but I mean, I guess that's the highlight. There wasn't that much news this week is what I'm saying. Yes. Well, it's because we recorded yes. late last week. Nintendo screwed up our recording schedule again by doing a direct on Wednesdays. How dare they? They always <laughs> do this to us, you guys. It's like, have some respect for the people that made you. Namely, Loot Pots, all right? Nintendo, <laughs> nothing without us, okay? Uh, don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I did just want to take a second real quick to say it's good to be back and good job playing Deltarune last week, you guys. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. I, I think our in-depth discussion was just <laughs> solid. No, I, I'm glad because when I sat down to edit the episode, I was actually like nervous. I was like, oh, no, did I miss the Deltarune conversation? <laughs> Apparently not. Two weeks in a row, you guys just forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this week, we didn't think I didn't forget. I just haven't had the time to play Deltarune. Yeah, a likely story. Uh, <laughs> but you did have time, somehow, to play a little game called Baba Is You. Yeah, that's only because Pixel sold me on it last week. And then everyone else online has been saying how amazing it is. And I, you know, I just wanted to check it out. What did you think? It's awesome. It it's awesome. really, really cool. Uh, so I've just, I'm on the last level in the, like, watery section. So that first watery section. Yep. Um. And I'm stuck, so I I need to figure out like how to because it's like it's it's star is push, but then I did I tried to do star is push and star is key or star is open at the oh, same I time. Oh, I know the level you're on, but th- but then it you... wouldn't let me push and open at the same. And then I and then key was was defeat, so I couldn't push <laughs> the key. So I yeah, I need to figure out how to get out of that middle room. Um, tip. Yeah, go on then. Um. Don't open the door. That's your tip. Okay. So it's something to do with the wars. I need to figure out how to to do that then. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'll, I'm saying. I'll, I'll give it another go. But yeah, there's, there's some of them. It's just so clever. And you're just like, oh, yeah. And like suddenly it clicks. So I've had a few times where I've been completely stuck and scratching my head for a good 15, 20 minutes. I'll go away. I'll, I'll like, you know, do something else for a couple of hours and then come back to it. And it's just like, oh. Shit, that's what I was meant to be doing, and You'll then kick you yourself. finally You'll click. Yeah, yeah. Kick yourself on this oh one. god! Like the the one that made me, I got stuck on before. It was like um, a load of grass that you couldn't move, mm-hmm. and what I had to do was make it in like a cross symbol, so it would it could be like is in the middle, but is could power like <laughs> two rules at the same time, and it was mm-hmm. the first time they'd done that, and it really screwed me up. So I was just like, oh, God, this is sick. And then since then, like, it, it's, it's really cool. It like, teaches you in each level something new. So uh, I'm looking forward to, to playing it some more. Sounds like a lot of fun. I'm still, like, I, I'm still, like, flirting with picking this one up. Oh, no, you should definitely th- pick it up. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's, I think it's number two on the eShop at the moment. So, you know. You oh, wow. Could, yeah, it's ahead, it's ahead of Cuphead, even though that's gone insane with pre-orders. <laughs> it's ahead of a game that's not even out yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's how you know it's good. What's number one? It's, I, I know Stardew Valley's always up there. That's I can't remember. It's probably number there. three. Yeah, Star- Stardew's the biggest selling game on the eShop. They revealed at GDC. That's insane. The biggest indie game, yeah. It's, it's a, mad. It's a game you probably spend the most time in, right? Yep. Yeah, I I would probably say I was spending a decent amount of time in it this week as well. So, you know, I, I probably did have time to play Dower Room, but my farm need, need attending to. Gotta stop playing it, man. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Anyway, what have you been playing, Peaks? You've been off for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I've been keeping quite busy. Um, so I don't know that I've actually said it on the show, but I'm in the process of moving to uh, the great city of Philadelphia right now. So I've been like insanely busy. That's why I missed last week's show. And um so I've been like, when I'm playing a new game, it's Wargroove, and I'm making my way. I'm in chapter five of seven now, and I'm almost done with chapter five. 
So I thought I was a lot closer to the end of the game until I looked up how many chapters it had, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> but I'm I'm close enough now that like I have to beat it, you know? So I've been kind of like at a clip of like one I was doing like one every night before, and now I'm kinda of like one every other night, and like I hit this point where I'm kinda of like a little sick of playing a tactical RPG all the time. Yeah. Like I want something a little bit like quicker, you know? Have you changed the difficulty at all to make it quicker? Oh no, I've I've refused. Okay. Yeah, I well, was. I mean, gonna... you, that's an that's an option there. You could turn it out. You won't get your three no. stars, but no. But like, what? Like, what's the point then? If I'm gonna just turn the difficulty down, it's like I might as well just just not finish it and just be like, okay, that was it. I'm done. Have they released that quality of life update? I don't think so. No. Okay, I was gonna say because one of the things I struggled with was knowing what type of anime it was in those little pictures that the kind of the say the pup could go and attack or something yeah i actually they did update that um they made it where it's just icons now instead of the little character pictures okay so it's now it's like a lot easier to like know what trumps what you know uh but i like i am still really enjoying it wargroove is a really exceptional tactical strategy game and like i'm having a lot of fun with it but I've definitely had points where I'm either so frustrated with it that I need to play something else or where I'm just like, I'm not in the mood for something this slow and like plotting right now. So I've been kind of juggling my time between two old favorites, which are Undertale and Shovel Knight. You know what? This is like the conversation me and Pixel had after the show, which which would have been on After Dark if we'd carried on recording. And that was a natural thing. But I was saying to him, like, there's, I've got this thing where I just want to play an old, an old classic. Right. right? No, and it's like, if it's like a comfort blanket. Yeah. And you know exactly what you're doing, where you're going, and that's why I started playing, um, uh, Stardew again. So there's so many good games that you can't keep doing that. You just got to stop doing it and explore new games. The thing is, I don't do that normally, like much at all. But like, I think because I've been like, because I'm in this weird place right now. I was talking about this with with like one of my best friends the other day, where I'm in between two games right now. You know, I haven't finished Kingdom Hearts and I haven't finished Red Dead Redemption, and both of them are started and like like I'm far enough in that like. I could go and sit down and, like, you know, in another couple setting like, playthroughs, like, you know, knock them out. And mm. I'm... How, how, <laughs> how far are you through Red Dead? I am about halfway no through... No spoilers. The, I'm about halfway through the main story. I won't spoil anything. I, I checked and figured out where I am. But I've dis, I've done as much meandering as I really want to do. Like, I read up on that whole seasonal change thing, and I went and did pretty much all the open world stuff when I was playing the game for, like, my first... 40 hours or whatever so now mm -hmm. that i'm gonna go back into it i'm gonna just mainline like the story and try to spend little time like moseying yeah there's some stuff like the similar side quests i wouldn't worry too much about because you probably can you know go into that later yeah and that's that's kind of the attitude i'm gonna take with that and same with kingdom hearts where it's like i'm like 60 percent of the way through it i need to just sit down and finish it but I get this weird thing with specifically like home console games, like any big first player game or single player game like that, where if I'm if I'm playing regularly and then I need to take a break, I always have a really hard time picking it up again. Like it's a combination of like um, procrastination and anxiety. Because, like, there's the procrastination of just being like, oh, like, now it's this thing I need to get back into. It's not the thing I'm doing all the time and thinking about all the time. I need to get, like, back in that mode. And then I get anxiety because I'm like, oh, am I going to remember how to play? Am I going to remember where I was in the story? Am I going to want to restart it? And then I just exacerbate that problem by not playing the fucking game. So because I'm doing that with both of those games and also been playing Wargroove, which is, like, new, it's modern, I want to finish it. Like, I'm just, like, in this, like, clusterfuck of either I'm in the middle of games I really feel like playing, but I won't pick them up, or I'm playing this game that's, like, literally banging my goddamn head against the wall. So I'm like, I need a palate cleanser right now. I need something, like... That's the thing. You're making it worse because then you're bringing another game into the kind of mix. Like, I only play, I only play two games at a time. One that's, I know I'm going to have to remember how to play or it's very story-driven. And then another one, which is probably Babri's You is my one at the moment, where you don't really need to worry about it too yes. much. You can pick up and play at any point. 
That's normally what I do, but I fucked myself right now, Pixel. So I, <laughs> I need I need to get back on track here. So what I decided I'm gonna do is I'm palette cleansing. I'm just I started Undertale because I was like I want to play Undertale again. I've wanted to play it again for a while, and that was very similar. Where I'm like, this is another story thing. I don't need to add this on the mix right now. I already decided I want to play it again with my girlfriend soon, so I'm gonna just pause that. And then I picked up Shovel Knight again, and I'm almost done with Shovel Knight now. Because Shovel Knight so, is so just... Five, you're playing five games at the moment. Now I'm playing four. I'm playing four again. I took Undertale off the list. Like, <laughs> I started playing it again. And I'm like, man, I love Undertale. I got to play it again. Going to play it with my lady. Um, so putting that one on the back burner for now. But Shovel Knight, I'm almost done with. I'm like at the last, uh, like the very last level. And I got halfway through. There's like three stages to the last level. And I got mm-hmm. through the first one last night. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to beat that probably tonight. And then I'll I'm gonna pick Kingdom Hearts three back up and finish that, and then I'm gonna finish Red Dead. <laughs> Jeez, I'm I'm exactly the same as you though, Pete. I've got on Xbox um, Assassin's Creed and Red Dead that I'm hardly anywhere through, and I just don't want to go back to those. They're, too big. <laughs> They're both ginormous games, and I'm just like, I cannot. I can't. You, do you, it. Both of you just gonna have to. You're gonna have to clear your games as fast as you can before E3, especially those open world ones, because you know <laughs> there's gonna be one big game that you really want to play that's gonna come out around E3. Yeah, and I'm terrified about it. That's where I'm at right now. Where like I need to beat these games, and then like there are other games on my backlog that are like old games that I've been wanting to play for like years now and never got around to. And I'm always looking for that gap to play them. And this is always what happens to me. I'm finishing other games rather than playing the games that I want to beat in the middle period. I'm just like ah. It just and then every year they just keep putting out bangers. Like ever since 2016, I've just been like trying to catch up. Maybe we should play games while we record the podcast, and then you get an extra hour and a half or so <laughs> progression. It's like I'm just like trying to talk about Nintendo while I'm like also trying to experience the emotional beats of The Last of Us. I don't know. Have what? you not played The Last of Us? I have not, and I love Naughty Dog. I didn't own a PS3, and then when I got it on PS4. Like, it was in the middle of, like, finals during college. So I was like, okay, I'll, so, I'll beat so it over. So that's, like, no excuse. Like, been off finals from <laughs> college to finish. <laughs> finish The Last of Us, one of my... It's probably my all-time favorite game. It's amazing. I know. I haven't played it either. I fucked oh up. God. And you need to play the, the DLC afterwards. Yeah, I know that part as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my, my list of shame right now, games that I started and never finished, are... Uh, Last of Us, God of War, and Prey. Oh, you oh, didn't finish God of War. I know. I got like six oh, hours no. into it. And was, I didn't even. I didn't even start that. And one. I was like, I love this game. It's fantastic. This is definitely a game of the year contender. And then I started dating my girlfriend and never finished it. <laughs> that was my non Nintendo game of the year. So wow. Good. So yeah, that's my walk down memory lane this week. Hopefully I'll finish War Groove and Shovel Knight by next week and I can talk about something new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Pixel, I know you didn't play anything this week, but you did have uh, a little something you wanted to just kind of name drop. Did I? Did, didn't you? The ho- the, <laughs> I don't know, did I? The Hollow Knight um, physical thing? Oh yeah, well I thought we were going to do that in the news, but fine. Oh, well it's, it's, it's not newsworthy, let's just go. <laughs> it's not newsworthy jesus people are gonna hate you <laughs> so yeah um i did discover that hollow knight the physical release from fan gamer is getting a european release in retail so it's not just a fan gamer exclusive but it's being published by fan gamer so it technically is so. yeah i mean it's not a retail exclusive you can, yeah. it looks like it will be on amazon uk i think you found it on amazon es um mm-hmm. i've seen a french distributor put it up so if you've been worrying about ordering it from Fangamer because of import tax and you live in Europe, then you'll be able to grab it from a store, presumably, when they all go up. And you'll have to worry about that, which is awesome for me. I'm probably going to cancel my Fangamer order. Sorry, Fangamer. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? <laughs> they're still getting the money out of you. It's just not going to be directly. Yeah, they're not getting as much. <laughs> <laughs> Got to save on the post so that you can send me more chocolate. I think the uh, collector's edition, though, you can only get that from Fangamer. So if you love your little trinkets, sense. then Fangamer That, that brooch that you were really lusting after on the last episode. That's not my kind of thing <laughs> at all. In fact, I gave, I gave away a load of my stuff this week. So 
<laughs> oh my god, Pete, you really need to close your blinds. I can't. I'm trying. <laughs> you, look like you're in, you look like you're in prison and the bars are like shining across your face. I can't. Sat inside a giant toaster. It's it's really frustrating, I'm not gonna lie. That's what happens. It's great. You guys, you know, we shoot it around your schedule in the UK, so it's like in the fucking middle of the morning when the sun's rising whenever we record. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. So let me just... Alright. Okay, okay. I adjusted. Alright. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine, you guys. You'll visit me in prison. So, <laughs> uh, that is a perfect transition point into the news. <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> Because I need to move the show along, and you started talking about news. I don't have any 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 takes on your fan gamer, you know, betrayal. So we're gonna move along uh, to our first item on the news list this week. Amazon UK has a listing that seems to suggest that Super Mario Maker Two will be launching mid June. So there you go. There's the next game that I'm gonna be paying attention to. <laughs> I I don't buy this release date. It's it's set as the 12th of june which is the middle of e3 i don't see them releasing a game in the middle of e3 week but maybe i'm wrong the thing is like retail listings can be a bit sketchy but whenever amazon lists something themselves with a date it's usually right and this one is dispatched and sold by amazon and they've even got when it's in stock and when it will dispatch so you know it's it's a weird one because the dispatch dates are two different things prime members get a day early and that's normally not what happens on the pre-order. Everyone gets it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, like, this isn't unprecedented. There have definitely been lots of high-profile games released during E3. <laughs> well, last year was uh, Fortnite, but that was a surprise drop. But bear in mind that the previous article we wrote, Amazon Mexico listed it as the 28th of June, along with a a load of other retailers, whereas this time it's just Amazon UK that seems to have this 12th of June release date. So you're saying that you trust Mexico over your own beloved homeland? Right now, yeah. (laughs) Uh, To be honest, when we wrote that last article, you know, when everyone was saying it was on the 28th, there was one Mm. retailer saying it's the 21st, and I'm going to laugh my head off if that's actually the only one that got it right. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that was the game collection. It looks like they've actually taken that listing down now. Ooh. Oh, no, their website's just down. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I I definitely see your skepticism, Steve, but I, I do hope that this, this date is correct. Well, we know, we know it's coming in June. They announced that it's coming in June, but we don't know when in June. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, mid-June would be perfect. Like, I feel like early June, like, you're still going to have some of the holdovers from, like, the spring. Yeah, we'll still be playing Animal Crossing, which is definitely coming out in April. You too, right? <laughs> that's what that's what our source said. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like mid-June is a, is a good time. It's, like, right as you're getting into that summer feel, like, E3 season, like, I, I feel like that is a perfect time for me to want to get into some Mario. I think the explanation, or a possible explanation for what's happened here would be that say it does release on like either the 21st or the 28th and the reason amazon have done this is because they've got their stock allocation and they know they're getting it on the 12th and someone's just gone oh, okay and it's on the releases then they just put that as the next day when really they probably have stock in hand a week or so before they start dispatching i guess we'll just have to wait and see i don't want to wait steve i don't want to wait i want leaks i want <laughs> Give me leaks. You're the one who's supposed to give us leaks, Pixel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when it's coming. June. I'm going to say the 21st. The game collection are right. Go shake some trees. Figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so moving right along. uh, WayForward Games announces Shantae 5 coming to Nintendo Switch later this year. Uh, So for those who don't know, Shantae is... um, it's It's like a fairly niche platforming series but it definitely has its has its fans and uh you say niche 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 yeah, yeah we say niche yeah, well, it's yeah. like they're interchangeable tomato tomato uh but you know i think they they have like a pretty good like lineage on on nintendo systems i know the last one i think was originally a 3ds game before it came to other places half genie hero um uh 
Oh, I, I was gonna say I thought the original Shantae was like way back on the Game Boy. It was, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's 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 a lineage here for sure. One to keep an eye out for. I've never played a Shantae game, so if this one, you know, comes out and hits, I could definitely see myself giving it a shot. I love a good action platformer. I played. Um, I think it was the Pirates Curse was the one I played. I think. I think and that's that the on... one before Half Genie. Hmm. Um, and that was on Wii U, if I remember rightly. And that was really good. I only got about three quarters of the way through it um, before I went on to another game, but I enjoyed what I played. You can pick it up on Switch as well. That one got ported over if you want to go back oh, to it. Oh, all right. Maybe yeah, I'll do that. Maybe. But yeah, I, I could definitely see myself getting into this when it drops, especially if it comes out at the right time when I'm like in the mood for a platformer. I'm worried that it's coming to that Apple subscription thing as well. wonder how much that will affect the Switch sales. Because a lot of people are going to have like a Switch and an iPhone. And if you're a gamer, when this platform launches, people are going to subscribe to it initially just to see what it's like. And I'm sure there's going to be a free trial. And if Shantae falls in that kind of window, then mm. Switch might be affected slightly. Oh, I don't know. I don't feel like there's too many hardcore Switch players that are rushing out to like try this Apple thing. I think you'd be surprised. Like so A lot of the mobile ports that come over, I think, I don't know, I would probably pick them up on my iPhone play anywhere like the um i can't remember the uh human resource machine for example i'd probably play that on ios if it came to this thing that costs like 10 quid a month or something yeah i don't know maybe i'm biased because i'm an android user but (laughs) (laughs) i i I just like it's cool or whatever like i'm not you know no shade at apple but i just i don't know i don't i don't know that there's that much crossover between those two audiences Something like Shantae probably wouldn't want to play on a console or a platform without physical controls. So yeah. I feel like you probably need that finesse that you get with, with actual controls. You need a D-pad or fucking four buttons, I guess, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the four buttons. I don't know why everyone hates them. I actually, yeah, I like I've come around too. on it since I've been playing Shovel Knight. I'm like, you know what? This is This has merit. Also makes it way easier to, like, do stuff in Wargroove, since it's on a grid. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so, moving right along, we've got, I think, the, the obviously the biggest news story this week, which is a report from the Wall Street Journal that seems to confirm that Nintendo has two new models of the Nintendo Switch planned to launch at some point in 2019. So, the report suggests that we might get the announcement of them at E3 this year, you know, or, or as early as, like, the summer and uh it is like it, it's pretty interesting because we did talk about this like a second model for the switch like maybe something that's like budget friendly and smaller more aimed at kids something that's like portable only like a, a very like um you know like a, a a 3ds successor almost as well as the possibility of like a you know enhanced like ps4 pro xbox one x style like switch you know, plus Switch Pro kind of thing. And the report seems to confirm that both of those SKUs might be the two things that they have in plan, or that they have in plan, that they have in mind for their plans, I should say. I'm I'm really interested in knowing how they're going to name these because, you know, we got a nice, clean Nintendo Switch name after the Wii U and the 3DS and the new 3DS XL. I hope they don't go down that route again where it's going to be like the new Nintendo Switch and the new Nintendo Switch Mini or something stupid. My guess is they'll just do Nintendo Switch, but it'll just be a new one like PlayStation do with their PS4s. And then there'll be a Nintendo Switch Pro, or if they don't want to go Pro, maybe Nintendo Switch Plus or something like that. But I would say they go Pro, like Pro Controller. I don't think they'll go with Nintendo Switch for the budget model because apparently they've stripped out like vibration and stuff on it, HD rumble, so they won't want consumers kind of getting confused between the two. I don't think you can have, I don't think you can remove that brand. That brand is strong. Everyone's like, I want a Switch. They might not even necessarily go, I want a Nintendo Switch. Is the Switch is the the big brand, and you can have it switch and and plug into a dock without it having vibration in the Joy Cons or even having Joy Cons. It might be fixed to the the body who knows I, that's what i'm thinking i think it's gonna be like very similar to like a vita you know like in terms of like size and like attached joy cons and you strip out a lot of that basic basic functionality even if they strip out the ability to put it on a dock like i think that's all well and good but i do agree with steve i think they're going to call it the switch just because that name has clout 
And I think they mm. might like do like a pun, you know, like they did like, oh, the 2DS, you know, like something goofy like that. But like, I, I hope not. I, I would like, I, I would, the other possibility I think is the, the more advanced model, the upgraded model becomes the Nintendo Switch. And it's exactly what we have now. The slide off Joy-Cons plugs into the dock and the other one becomes like the Switch Lite, like the DS Lite became, you know, the, the de facto standard. Well, what would you call it if you if Nintendo came to you and said we need a name for our like downgraded Switch and an upgraded Switch? What what would you choose? I would call the little one Nintendo Switch Off because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's off it's off the dock. You know that makes sense. I uh, think something like Switchling would work well. The Switchling, oh, that's cute. <laughs> uh, they call it Nintendo Baby Switch. <laughs> oh no, no 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 i got it now they copy wendy's naming convention and they call it son of nintendo switch <laughs> <laughs> son of a switch there you go oh nintendo switch junior and they put like a little tank top oh on yeah it. i could go for junior junior cool. would work really well <laughs> and if it's targeted at kids which presumably would be for the cheaper model I could see that, like a more family kind of centric thing. Yeah, I hope because they're stripping features out. I hope they don't go all in on like stripping stuff out to make it as cheap as possible and go down like this is a non-removable Joy-Con, no HD rumble, like digital only console. That would really wind me up. I don't think they'll do digital only, but yeah, I don't necessarily think digital only either. But I think attached Joy-Cons with no vibration makes sense. I agree, and I think that. If you want to use regular Joy-Cons, you probably still could, you know, and just attach them via Bluetooth and, like, get the full experience if you want it, but... But then again, I don't know if they would do that because presumably the family-friendly budget version, would they still want that to work with Labo? And that's very much focused around the Joy-Con size that they have now and the ability to detach the Joy-Cons and... The VR. I, mean, I guess it depends on the... We have to answer the question of, is the screen smaller? Like it, no, I don't think it will be. I think it'll be the same. I think they'll probably be the same size screen on think? both of them. Yeah, maybe you'll reduce the size of the bezels to on the pro model to make it a little bit less cumbersome. But I don't think you'll uh, you'll see a smaller screen. I don't think it'll be a Vita size thing. Maybe we'll get an extra analog stick like this with a 3ds and a three, and you can <laughs> a tiny little nipple at the top. Yeah, give me two joysticks on the back of it. So that I can like use all my fingers at the same time. No, you need a, you need a touchpad on the back because that works so well for the Vita. Get the Everyone f- used that. Fuck out of here, Steve. <laughs> we don't we don't make fun of the Vita on this podcast, okay? Oh, wait, I'm so we sorry. We don't punch down. All right. <laughs> I love I love the PlayStation Vita, and it doesn't need any more people. There was, there was one on game that used the back thing well and that was tear away and that was the only game that was worth using that back touchpad for you could yeah. stick your finger up through the screen couldn't you or something yeah 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 you pushed through the paper from the back That's... and uh it was quite cool i don't know why but something about the way that pixel said that and he like stuck his finger up in the frame i was like that was it made me uncomfortable <laughs> like, he's like you just you just stick your finger up in the screen and i was like don't do that what are you <laughs> Would you? Would either of you upgrade if they brought out a uh, a pro model? And do you think? Because I know we discussed before. Do we think they'll use the extra power to upgrade the graphics output, or maybe increase the battery life? Would I? A hundred percent. I don't know if I do it at launch. Like I've never been one to upgrade to these pro consoles, but like doing it with the PS4, I really enjoyed it, and I love the Nintendo Switch. So if I could get a Nintendo Switch that has that's faster, better load times, better graphics, and bigger internal memory. Like, I would definitely shell out for that. Maybe not right away, but I definitely would. I think the one thing about it that bothers me is like, man, I just bought uh, my girlfriend a Switch for her birthday. And I'm like, oh, I could have I held out six more months. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she could have had your hand-me-down then. Yeah, I could have just given her mine and then gotten the new one. I think I'll pro- I'm probably going to end up getting both an upgrade and a downgrade if they release them, just so I can kind of see the difference between how they perform. You're a if fucking there is a difference. You're a fucking wild man, and I respect you. <laughs> well, we've got two switches in the house, so we can get rid of one, trade that in for like 
the higher model and i'm guessing the base model will be the same performance like the budget model so i probably won't need that one and as long as i have like the super magic pro or whatever they call it and then the standard version we'll be able to do little tests and see what the difference is i hope they go with nintendo switch super magic pro i think that's the name you've nailed it there i just slipped in elite but you weren't supposed <laughs> to notice <laughs> it's interesting though because i was told about a switch uh, not a switch sorry a 3ds successor ages and ages ago um like last year at some point and i wasn't sure if it was going to be a you know gimped switch or if it was going to be a like super new 3DS. And it looks like the 3DS is fully dead in the water now. Do you think they'll put a clamshell on this thing? Oh, maybe no. that's what it is. You'll be able to clip on an extra screen to play backwards ooh, backwards compatibility with 3DS. Imagine if they packed that in. <laughs> I mean, anything other than the NES would be nice. <laughs> You're such an NES hater. Steve. Did you not listen to the last episode? I love Star Tropics. Amazing NES I game. did. I did listen to the last episode. I know that you love Japan's interpretation of America in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Star baseball player saves his uncle. The Indiana Jones. <laughs> Dr. Indiana Jones. He, he saves I was, was going to say, it's like the love <laughs> child of Indiana Jones and Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Indiana Jones, but also he has a magical submarine. Thanks, Japan. Uh, but yeah, this is exciting. Definitely something to look forward to at E3. And, you know, obviously we'll talk a lot more about this if there's any more updates or when we finally see what these things look like. Pixel. I think what we need to set the goal of is to make Loot Pots financially solvent enough by the summer that you can buy all of us a new Switch. It's the only <laughs> way for us to do our job. We need the most cutting-edge technology. It's the only yeah, way. I tell you, what, I'll set up a Patreon this week, and you can plug it in this podcast. And by the time it goes out, maybe it will be up, and people. No, can... no, do not plug it because Pixel's schedule on announcing things and then having done it is about a month lead time. <laughs> All right, so here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna announce the Patreon this episode, so that way in a month it'll be up, which means we'll have just enough time to make the money we need to buy new <laughs> switches this summer. <laughs> All right, so moving right along, out this week, we've got a couple pretty cool games on the list. Uh, so on Thursday, March 28th, we've got two brand new Sega Ages titles, Alex Kidd in Miracle World and Game Ground. Obviously, Alex Kidd, very famous, probably one of the better known Sega IP. Alex Kidd, I swear, was the game I had built into my Sega Master System 2. And I had a stuck reset button, so I couldn't play any other games at times. I, I put Sonic in to play that, and then it would like reset into Alex Kidd. And I, that was the only game I could play, because the reset button was jammed down. What the fuck? That's such a weird problem. <laughs> yeah. Steve, this explains a lot about why you are the way you are. <laughs> I was stuck playing Alex Kidd for most of my childhood. You poor, poor man. So is it any good? You must have played it hundreds of times. It's okay. It's nothing great. So you're not gonna but, you're um, not gonna play it again? No, probably not. <laughs> we can install it on his switch and then like disable all his kind of menus so all he can play is Alex Kidd. Oh god. So yeah, when re- I click, click any childhood. button. I'll have like post traumatic stress disorder from having seen this bloody hit heard the music and seen the screen every time we'll make it so that the only things that you're allowed to play on your switch are alex kid in the miracle world and turok 64 that's a callback to like two episodes ago you remember i don't know i'm just watching his face drop (laughs) (laughs) i mean you you guys have have times not on the switch that's all i have to say you guys have to say things when i make jokes like that because otherwise to the audio listener it just seems like a no sell like i said it yeah we need like the sound of cricket just dead silence it's like (laughs) we we leave the gap so that the audience can laugh at your joke and then (laughs) they can carry on with the podcast without being interrupted well you guys are the worst it's because you're all polite and british and shit like you laugh and i see you smiling and laughing at the joke (laughs) but you make like no fucking sound (laughs) (laughs) i swear to god when i edit the show there are times where i'm like should i just like go in and digitally edit steve's laughter so it's louder oh no i'm in like a laughter track so it sounds like we're on an episode a terrible episode (laughs) of like uh awful sitcom we're on the big bang theory and kel Oh. oh yeah, Kino Cat, I've got orange soda here. Hey. <laughs> Who loves orange soda? Steve loves orange I soda. I do, I do, I do. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Podcast after dark, everybody. Patreon.com slash loot pots. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I think that's the URL. We have no fucking idea. Well, I just said it now, so Pixel better go set it up before somebody else does. <laughs> I don't even know if you're allowed to put brand names in the URLs, I. Of Patreon? <laughs> yes, you are. Do you guys not know how Patreon works? I no. do. I just. I've tried to cancel some of my d- subscription things on there, and. I couldn't figure out how to do it on the mobile app, so they've just been going out every month. I spend like thirty dollars a month that comes out on the first. I've yeah. never had to cancel them. So I, I have just a keeps I going. support very many people on Patreon. Uh I have no idea what Game Ground is. It looks like uh like a a run and gun thing on the on the ground, like a vertical one that you go you go forwards. I think it's a port of an arcade game. So it kinda reminds me of um did you ever play I can't remember the name. Like Gunsmoke or something. Like that Konami game. Gun, I'm pr- uh, Gunsmoke, I'm no, pretty sure it's just a Western. Yeah, it is a Western, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. It's not this game. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay. That's an NES game I could get down with. They bring that to uh, Switch. I'll play that. All right. I like that one. All right. Well, good talk, buddy. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> moving right along, we have Cell Damage HD. Do you know what it looks like? It looks like a shell shaded destruction derby, like Twisted Metal style game. Yeah, like it's it reminds me of Twisted Metal. It kind of looks like Mad Max, but like if it yeah. was like a GameCube game. Yeah, I think the visual style is a bit Simpsons hit and runny. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that, and it's got like <laughs> it says that there's thirty plus cartoon weapons. There's like there's like a big hammer. There's like a sheep that explodes. There's a shrink ray. It's like it basically just seems like what if you took Twisted Metal, the Looney Tunes, Mad Max, <laughs> and Wind Waker and like shoved it in a fucking blender and that's what you would get is cell damage. And it looks really cool, I gotta say. It's uh like they pushed the whole four player couch co op thing, like definitely looks like a like a game that would be really fun to uh as Pixel said on the last episode, uh, you know, just get, you know, Get get on the couch with your mates and uh, and and play. <laughs> Hearing the word "mates" come out of your mouth is so weird. It's mates. weird. It's weird with an American accent. <laughs> my 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 mates, my best mates. Hey, Pete, keep, Pete, keep just go. Oi, mate, come here. <laughs> Oi, mate, come here. Was that good? Was that? Did you like that? That's good. Wait, Steve. Now you say it in your American accent. No. Please? I love it. I love I can't even remember what my American accent sounded like, but it was horrendous. It didn't even sound American. It sounded it sounded Go like... back and listen to that episode. I was so tired I sounded drunk. It it to me I remember distinctly feeling like it sounded like a child doing a impression of John Wayne and I was really into it. <laughs> because cause you like cause you had this like very slow delivery, like it was like, Hello, my friends. Let's go and get a hamburger. well it's not as bad as you and your spider-man impression the man on the bridge the brooklyn guy hey (laughs) (laughs) you gotta mess with a guy trying to save a bunch of kids (laughs) this is new york you mess with one of us you mess with all of us (laughs) that just i feel like that's just what i sound like to you guys in general though (laughs) A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. It's not far off, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so moving right along. On Friday, March 29th, we have the Princess Guide. Yeah, this is a NIS America release. Classic JRPG. It looks um, like a classic JRPG from the art. It's just a bunch of cute anime waifus, I guess. <laughs> They're all dressed up, uh, ready, yep. ready to go yep. shoot guns and stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah. You guide your princess with praise or scold to make them stronger, happier, and ultimately a worthy Ooh, heir to the throne. you have to praise or scold them? That sounds uh, like a very Japanese game, okay. <laughs> uh, I do like on the cover, the girl on the top right, she's like in this very ornate, kind of like dainty looking like suit of armor, and then she's just got this giant fucking chain gun. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that yeah. is badass. Yeah, these kind of games and and also World of Warcraft. I am always astounded at the amount of scantily clothes these these women wear 
and yet they've still got like four armor. The funny thing is, none of them are like that scantily clad. Like the witch lady has like fishnets, but that's like the most skin any of them are shown. They're in like full plate. They just also have dresses. Why is a witch? <laughs> why is a witch girl got like a blade stuck in a hat? It's like coming out of the tip of her hat. It's really weird. It looks like there's like ninja stars, like as decoration on her hat. It's very strange. <laughs> But yeah, so if you want to praise or scold some princesses, which, like, I'm not here to kink shame, I get it. Um, oh, good lord. Check out the princess guide this Friday. I'm sorry, there's no way we were making it through that segment without me making some kind of bondage joke. <laughs> okay, so closing the show, it is the return of the description quiz. you got to come up with a catchier title. Well, I don't know what else to call it. They're all descriptions from the from Name places that game. around. That works. There we go. That game. Okay, yeah, we go. Right, hold on, hold so on, I'm hold gonna... on. Yeah, do the intro again so I can put like a little jazz behind it. Okay. Like, welcome back. <laughs> okay, so it is the return of Name That Game. Oh, what a great title! Wow, I know it's amazing. I thought about it just there and then. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a creative genius. <laughs> the, it is Pete versus Pixel Par once more. Last time, the reigning champion, Pete. Yes, it is I. Versus Pixel, who is here for glory. He's back to face the champ in a title fight for the ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. So I'm going to read out some descriptions. I'm going to blank out revealing information, such as names and places and stuff. You two have to shout your name if, if you think you know the answer. And uh, it's best out of five, but I've got a few extras, so we'll play along to the end. Wait, no, is that the thing we say our own name to buzz yes, in? Right. That's the thing? Okay, yes. I, I couldn't remember. You say your own name to buzz in. Right. Um, so I know which one of you it is. And then if you fail, then it you it just goes on to the next person. You don't, you don't get uh, another chance at it, and the other person gets to hear the rest of the description. No. Then they can make a guess. No redemption. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Blank is a puzzle game where you can change the rules by which you Pixel. play. Bob, Pete. Fuck. Pixel. I knew you. the name. No, I said yeah, it. That was you. Yeah. Damn it. You didn't say your name, Pic I Pete. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob. <laughs> oh, God. All right, all right. Okay. Focus up. Focus up. <laughs> yep. Do the shakes. Get ready. Blank reveals the genesis of the fantasy land of Blank, the origin of the Blank, and the tale of the first exploits of Blank and the heroic adventurer Blank. <laughs> Vibrant, real-time 3D graphics transport you into the fantasy world of Blank. Your quest takes you through dense forests and across wind-whipped deserts. Swim raging rivers, climb treacherous mountains, dash on horseback Excellent. across rolling hills. Pete. Breath of the Wild? No. Damn it. I swim. I was going to go Breath of the Wild as well. Well, do you want to hear the rest? You can hear the rest. Yeah, keep going. Swim raging rivers, climb treacherous mountains, dash on horseback across rolling hills, and delve into dungeons full of creatures that fight to the finish to put an end to your adventures. With immersive graphics, a sweeping storyline, swashbuckling adventure, mind-bending puzzles, and a touch of humor, Blank is one of Nintendo's most epic challenges yet. But not their most I, memorable, clearly. I think I have another... I think I have an idea of what it is. <laughs> you want to make a guess first, Pixel? Uh, yeah, but I'm trying to think of something really quickly. <laughs> Take <laughs> TikTok, baby, come on. Um, Darksiders? No. no. Is it? Is it Xenogears? No. Damn it! I don't, I don't know what is it. Ocarina of Time. Uh, I was thinking it was a Switch game. Yeah, God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time reveals the genesis of the fantasy land of Hyrule, the origin of the Triforce, and the tale of the first game. See, the origin thing that got Zelda. me, I was like, oh, it's the first game in some kind of series then? Yeah, it, it, I know, you're uh, a sneaky bastard. You are a sneaky bastard. All right, let's go. 
Right, okay. One one nil to Pixel Par so far. Step into the shoes of Blank, a teenage star pitcher from Seattle who has come to the tropics to visit his famous archaeologist uncle Blank. After being told his uncle has been abducted, Blank begins a perilous quest. <laughs> In order to rescue him and figure out the mysterious plot behind his disappearance, do not be Googling, Pete. Luckily for Blank, he meets helpful villagers and finds more powerful weapons as he explores numerous locations and island hops using his uncle's submarine. Oh, you definitely <laughs> caught me trying to look it up, and I don't remember the name of this fucking game. All right, hold on, hold on, dig deep. It's oh, it's like a, it's like a kind of obvious name. I swear we said it earlier in the show as well. Yeah, we, we did, did about we five minutes ago. We literally talked about it very recently. Listeners are currently screaming. I know. You forgot the answer to this. I'm so embarrassed by this. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> are you Googling it? I can see you Googling. <laughs> yeah, I can see him Googling. I can't give either of you the answer. I can't I'll give either of you the point for this. It's Blaster Master Zero. I don't know. No, I it's not I know. Blaster Master. It's Star Tropic. Oh, I was no never going to guess that. I was never, ever, ever going to guess that. Wow, I really can't believe you two forgot that. We literally just spoke Ooh, about it. This is bad. All right, let's just keep this one going. Let's just keep rolling. <laughs> Lead blank on a brand new Nintendo Switch adventure that will turn everything you've come to expect from side-scrolling games Pixel. upside down. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Damn it. Yes. Yeah. As soon as you said the flip upside down, I was like, oh. <laughs> Too late. And now I'm getting trounced. Are we gonna have a tiebreaker here? Alright, let's go. Let's go. Mm. Let's keep rolling. I'm still in it. I'm still in it to win it. A blockbuster battle royale. 99 Pete. players. Fortnite. No. Damn it! <laughs> 99 players, but only one will remain. Blank is the iconic puzzle game as you've never seen it before. Can you pick the right Thanks, strategy so. to best in Tetris 99? Buck. Yep. Yes. Buck, <laughs> buck me. Oh my god, I can't believe that I didn't think about the fact that Tetris 99. <laughs> god damn it. All right, let's go. 3 nil. Right, we've got three left, Pete. So you need to win all three of these in order to tie. Don't, count, don't, don't shout out prematurely. You have to wait. <laughs> This is gonna be like last time where I like Pixel got one right and I got every other one. Is that what we're going for? <laughs> yeah. This is this is okay. Are you ready? Alright, yeah. Blank is a peculiar little adventure played sixty Pixel. seconds at a time. Pete, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! That's minute. Yep. Wow. Alright. Okay. Right, Pixel Eve won, but we'll do the last two. Congratulations. <laughs> My chance, chance, of, chance of redemption, just so I don't come out totally shut out. The award-winning indie RPG Blank expands the series with a brand new game in a different world. Blank, create your own avatar, meet strange friends, and jump into the darkness. By the way, this first Blank is free, so feel free Pixel. to check it out. Mm. Deltarune. The, yes. At least you got the Deltarune one. Yeah, right? It's a, that's a consolation prize, at least. Okay, last last one. During a long-past archaeological excavation, a set of gates were discovered. People quickly realized that these ancient passages lead to different realms and dimensions. Provide Is it Moonlighter? It's Moonlighter. Yes. Oh... It's so funny when when you started saying the archaeological thing, Pixel and I both just like looked like we smelled something gross. Or yeah, like, you, what, yeah what? you were like, what? <laughs> what is that? What? Like, what are you talking about? Wow, Pixel, you were on form today. Wow. Dude, that that was an upset. All right, that was that's a Cinderella story that'll warm your heart. Coming from behind, and now there's drama, so that when we do this again. It's two all-time great champions trying to see who is going to win in the battle for supremacy. And, yeah. I mean, hey, what could be better than that? The next one, I'm thinking of adding in some audio element to the uh, the trivia. Yeah, we got we'll to up the production here. Yeah. We'll, we'll come up with some other... Or if, if any of the listeners have any, any questions you could potentially use or any ideas... 
don't email them to podcast at loopbox.com. Email them to is it my email address Steve or Steven? <laughs> it's both. You you have both. Steve or Steven at loopbox.com and I will put together a quiz. Or Pete at loopbox.com. No, do not email Pete at loopbox.com. No, I can I can vet it. I can vet it. No. Um, no, <laughs> but actually, uh, I did have one other request too. If somebody wants to come up with a dope little theme song for that game, uh, I would I would definitely put that in the show. So if you want to hear, <laughs> well, name that game, yeah, name that <laughs> game. If you guys want to uh, throw together a nice little uh, package for that? I will definitely. You can hear your jingle on the air. Uh, so we greatly appreciate that. And yeah, Steve, we got to find a way to get access to that that podcast email address. Because I know people are writing in. They tweet me about it all the time. Pixel <laughs> hates them. He hates the fans. We'll do... Well, I'll tell you what. We'll do a mailbag episode. Not next week, because next week we're clearly going to be play, all playing Deltarune, right? Mm-hmm. Ready for the game club. So my question is, Steve, are you going to come with a game ready in case everybody doesn't play Deltarune for the third week in a row? Because I feel no, like... <laughs> no, no. If it, no, we have to play Deltarune. Alright, okay. Unless Nintendo do another Direct, it'll be the Deltarune <laughs> game club next week. Animal Crossing Direct. Out of yeah, fucking nowhere. Alright, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up at podcast at lupots.com. Maybe Pixel will let us read your thoughts on the air. That's P-O-T-S-C-A-S-T at lupots.com. If you really want to get in touch, hit up Pete at lupots.com because he can't control my inbox. Uh <laughs> I think, I think technically he could. He could pop in there and just like delete all the mail. I don't know. Probably... I don't. I don't have access. He's a benevolent oh, okay. overlord uh, when it comes to giving us our own little pittance of uh, <laughs> of control with our inboxes. So hit me up over there if you want to try to get your thoughts read right on the air. Maybe I'll be a a, a kinder god than Pixel. Uh, if you want to support the show, remember to give us a like on your platform of choice. Head over to Apple Podcasts and give us one of those sweet five-star reviews to help the show get recognized. Uh, if you're a YouTube listener, because we're putting the show back up on YouTube now, thank you very much, Pixel. You can like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, click that notification bell so you can be alerted when our next crazy Pokemon theory goes live. <laughs> um, and, uh, I already said subscribe to the channel. Share! That's the other thing that you can do on the internet with all your friends. If you've got a Nintendo fan in your life who you think would enjoy the fine content that we're putting out here at loopots.com, make sure you let them know that we're out here and that we're doing cool stuff. Last but not least, you can visit us at loopots on Twitter, get us at loopots.com, or go give us a sub on our newly minted or recently newly minted Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash loopots. I believe that's all the plugs, so we'll see you next week for another episode of The Potscast. The Potscast. The Potscast.